All right. Now, why don't you talk about the uh, Northern Lights, which is Saturday, August 7th. The program here is almost like a tradition, another tradition of right. our music festival is to play music of the Scandinavian countries. Well, Door County has lots of Scandinavian connections. And our festival from its founder, Thor Johnson, has direct connections to John Sibelius. And so it always just feels right to play music of Sibelius and other Scandinavians at our festival. And we've done a lot of them, Grieg and, uh, and Nielsen and many others. That's right. And this concert will um, combine a wonderful variety of musical styles. I mean, if we start at the end of the concert with Sibelius's second symphony, um, we were talking about Tchaikovsky's first symphony and how his style evolved. Well, just from Sibelius's first symphony to his second, there's an amazing uh, progression from these sort of long romantic melodies in the first symphony to much more concise um, economical writing in the second well, symphony. Well, you know what happened to him? He was searching for his voice in yes. the first symphony, emulating voice of Tchaikovsky and Dvorak. Mm -hmm. In the second symphony, he found his own voice. And that is the main difference. That's very true. And it, it has a tremendous power, because by the time you actually get a, a long, broad tune, like you get several places, many places in the first symphony, yeah. it has tremendous uh, impact. The last movement, um, it, even still he's working in a motivic, motivic fashion. Mm -hmm. And Sibelius talked about this um, vision, if you will, of having these pieces of stained glass down on a floor as though put there by the Almighty, and his job was to piece them together uh, in a structured way. And that's very clear, that uh, analogy, when yeah. you think of the second symphony. Solving the puzzle. Solving the puzzle. Yes. But, but although that sounds cerebral, this is one of the most popular of Sibelius' symphony because it's, it's very satisfying. The first movement has um, a unique sort of idiosyncratic beginning, but uh, very lyrical. And the scherzo movement is really brilliant. Um, you know, it's not often that you get six notes, uh, six beats to a bar as a scherzo, but here you have it. Um, and that's contrasted with a terrific trio. And the slow movement is very sort of long-breathed and lyrical and leads in a wonderful way, just like the Fifth Symphony of Beethoven, right in to the last movement in D major. Do you know that I, I consider the second movement as a ballad, hmm. as a story? Mm-hmm which is told by very old uh, person with a long white beard, <laughs> with a many, many years of storytelling experience. Mm -hmm. And he starts, once upon the time <laughs> before the ice age in Scandinavia, one dinosaur told his friend, I misplaced my bottle of scotch. <laughs> and so, and that story goes on from that point. Well, Sibelius was known to uh, like certain spirits and not just the um, folkloric kind. Uh, so that may be an, an apt 
analogy. But that I'm not saying that this story is autobiographical. No, it, it relates to the composer. In unique ways that inform your interpretation, I'm Thank sure. You. Yes. Thank you. And, and complementing this um, magnificent, noble symphony by Sibelius will be music from Estonia, uh, the composer Arvo Pert. We do the piece called Fratra. Well, that composer was absolutely unique in our days in the Soviet Union because, uh, as you know, Estonia was part of our uh, Federation of 16 Republics. And because uh, all of us were subject to quite a strict uh, censorship from Department of Culture, what to write and where, when to write and what to highlight. And the composers were encouraged all the time to highlight the goodness of Communist Party <laughs> and the happiness of Soviet people and uh, the incredible progress which uh, we all made in the world being the best country and the most progressive country in the world. Arva Parrott somehow did not hear those messages. <laughs> he didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> because his, uh, his circle of ideas was always very spiritual, very deeply spiritual area. And he was only writing about existence of man under God. And he uh, came across very interesting style of music, which appears on a piece of paper, primitive or simplistic, with a few notes and very few rhythmical deviations and very few modulations. And yet, it is a strikingly original, fresh, and very compelling. It, it, it appears extremely economical on the page and then in sound is highly potent. Right. And and as you say, yeah. very, very spiritual. His pieces, he's not a Pops composer, Arvo no. Parrott. No. His, his music tends to deal with uh, matters of the soul and uh, I think it will complement these other works and of course between uh, the majesty of the Sibelius and the soulfulness of the parrot, we have another return artist, and that would be the wonderful, brilliant young percussionist Lisa Pegger, playing uh, what will again be a first performance at Peninsula yes. Music Festival. Well, you forgot to say that this piece by Arvia Parrot will be also first performance. And it will be piece for strings, the solo violin, and timpani playing few notes. So you could see the spiritual world, also economical in, ar in orchestral colors, all right? And the string sound will be more like a choral tones, long choral tones, yes. maybe muted like a hum with a solo violin. But then the percussion concerto will be a huge turnaround and change with a magnificent array of all kinds of colors and instruments on stage. 
and with a soloist who is also very striking. And, and you can't say this about every single soloist that you hear, uh, no matter how good they are, but in Lisa's case, you can definitely uh, watch her and listen to her and think, this person was born to do that. Yes. She's very talented, just really gifted and natural and moves with tremendous grace. Uh, because as a percussion soloist, uh, she often is all over the stage from instrument to instrument. Yes, this concerto has a title name, Arena, which mm. refers to the fact that the whole stage will be treated like an arena of percussion instruments. And the solo is supposed to move around in uh, those spiritualistic movements, uh, yes. serving the whole congregation of instruments. Like a priest. Yeah, <laughs> priestess. Her uh, publicity photo does not remind me of a priestess, but that's another matter. <laughs> okay. You have to go to the website of the Nissa Music yes, Festival that's true. to understand yeah. that to comment. But there's one other little sub-theme for our first week, yeah. and that would be music for strings. With the adagio of Barber right. and uh, the Passacaglia of Frank Martin, yes. and then the music of Arvo Pert. That would I be a nice sub-theme. I did it on purpose. You always do that on yes. purpose. The purpose and was to show to our public different world of string music which is being overlooked quite often mm -hmm. when ev every concert starts with a standard overture you see mm -hmm. and so i thought why don't we get away from this direct path from this uh, what i call boring the model yeah, boring models, mm -hmm. and do something different. So that's what we did. Thank you for noticing this. <laughs> well, you and I are the two people who always notice the key structure yeah. and things like that. But right. it's enjoyable. I want you to notice one more thing. Okay. This Arena Concerto is written by a very young composer who is only 26 years old. And he lives in Stockholm. So his name is Tobias Broström. And uh, his music is also, on one hand, contemporary, written today. On the other hand, it is a 100% classical music. Because you can relate to phrases, you can relate to shapes of musical periods, you can relate to the use of orchestra, which is a very, very rich and masterful. So I was quite impressed with first performance which we had here at Northwest University and I thought that this piece is worthy of being repeated and it's worthy of our public to know such a wonderful piece of music. Well that's one of the great things about Peninsula Music Festival is the constant presentation of beloved older works and pieces that are completely new listening experiences. Yes.